From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, folks, we are once again at the end of a crazy week, and there's definitely plenty to go through. So, welcome, friends, to another fun-filled edition of WTF Friday. Yes, my friends, we are definitely got a lot on the plate today. And before we get started, uh, real quick, just if you want to send us questions, comments, shout outs, what have you, just simply email us at inblackandright at gmail.com or check out our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, hopefully over the weekend, we're going to get a few new things up and running and Hey, we're going to have ourselves a good old time. Uh, we're definitely going to be making a push. We've got some new things coming, and we'll be putting it on the website over the weekend. So, my friends, without further ado, let's get at it. And now, uh, before, we, uh, before we started uh, coming on uh, today, uh, before I went on air, uh, Yes, the news came across the wire at the RNC Winter Meetings over there in Dana Point, California. Uh, Ronna McDaniel has been selected again as co as for a fourth term as RNC chair. Oh boy, this had to be real interesting. So, this is going to be interesting to see now. Now that there's been uh, this sort of insurgence... Uh, by Harmeet Dillon and Mike Lindell. Now we're going to finally see how much the grassroots is going to have to deal uh, with the RNC. Now the RNC has its own things going on and there have been a lot of, uh, oh my gosh, just ma major donors who have endorsed, but it really came down to the 168. And I'll tell you, some of these states had some really, really scary folks. I mean, it was like, oh my goodness. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Um, oh my goodness, my goodness. So, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yep, so McDaniel now is getting her uh, fourth term. And given the three previous terms uh, that she's had, having having Republicans losing 2018, 2020, and 2022 when they were ripe for the picking, oh yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see. Now, uh, with people like Harmeet Dillon and so on and so forth, I'm willing to bet... Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that people like Harmeet and Mike Lindell and the grassroots pretty much now uh, go after her and go after her hard. Now, states like Florida, where the Florida GOP chair 
apparently can now pretty much hold the state meeting uh, and he can leave because he had nothing really to lose uh, now that he got his last vote in for uh, Ronna McDaniel now he can leave but I'm really hoping that states like Florida which is a very influential state uh, we have the best governor in the whole dang country and he doesn't take and, and even Ron DeSantis even gave her meat uh, an endorsement but wow 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 this is going to be real interesting to see what happens now with new state chairs coming in new national committee people are they going to hold Ronna McDaniel's feet to the fire which it needs to be because if there's not going to be some substantial on a substantial change in the RNC and how they do business we're setting ourselves up for 2024 for more losses because the donors aren't going to donate they're not going to contribute no 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 if it's going to be like it was the last few years mm -mm. now President Trump congratulated Rana uh, so now okay so she's been reelected as RNC chair Trump has basically come alongside and congratulated her but Rana dear if you do not help Donald Trump get into the White House next year you're toast sister and no amount of oh I'm gonna to talk to the 168 uh -uh. they won't put up with it they will not put up with it because a lot of these people are going to be gone they're gonna be gone you're gonna have new state chairs new national committee people men and women and yeah so pretty much it's now time to clean up your act Rana you wanted the chairmanship so bad well now you've got it now what you do with it is going to be the real test it's going to be the real test and oh, oh you better pass it sweetheart because if you don't then well this is going to be your last and I do mean last go around as RNC chair I mean how about giving yourself first if you really care about the party how about cutting your salary I mean come on people I mean I said yesterday uh, in this in a story by just the news that Harmeet Dillon over her six years as RNC chair her salary has nearly tripled triple not double but triple almost anyway so yeah so you so basically if you're really caring about them about the party and all the other swamp creatures uh, within state parties and county parties then you better you better start showing some real leadership dear you really need to because right now the grassroots is so po'd at you you have no freaking idea you just don't and people like Harmeet and Mike Lindell they talk to the grassroots and believe you me if you're smart Rana I mean if you're smart 
you need to start listening to people like Mike Lindell and Harmeet Dillon because they are talking with the people that made you. And these are the same people who are going to break you if you're not doing your job and you're not delivering. Now, of course, in light of all of this, uh, with the RNC and the the election of the new leadership, well, one familiar face has actually uh, crawled out of the mire of the swamp, and that would be former House Speaker Paul Ryan. Now, Ryan, uh, once again, seems to not understand, dude, you're a loser. But yet, this very same guy with the kind of, you know, the, the blue eyes, you know, and the, and the bad haircut, you know, and all of that, it, it, it's ridiculous. Now, of course, here he is, Paul Ryan, former Speaker of the House, and now a member of the board of News Corp, which happens to be the parent company of Fox News, The Wall Street Journal, and The New York Post. Apparently, he's now talking to Jake Tapper over at the Communist News Network about Trump. How Trump is, quote-unquote, a proven loser. I'm like, that's the part that really, I can't believe he actually had the balls to say it. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just going to be a little rough today. Please forgive me. But yeah, Paul Ryan calling Donald Trump a proven loser. Now, this is coming from a guy who was the vice presidential pick of Mitt Romney. You want to talk about uniparty? You want to talk about losers? There were two of them. Boom, boom. Yeah, uh, did we uh, kind of forget that, uh, Mr. Ryan? Did we? I do believe you did. Now, granted, you weren't exactly a great speaker yourself, uh, and you really had, you, you were supposed to be the, consent, the consensus pick, because McCarthy, uh, when he ran the last time for speaker, uh, he, he lost, and so, yeah, you, you essentially stepped up, uh, you know, yeah, and of course, <laughs> oh, and trying to say that, oh, Trump isn't going to get the nomination in 2024, again, losers, losers, losers. You do not understand what's out there, Paul, baby. You just don't. I mean, every single poll, I mean, every single poll has Trump well ahead, and I mean well ahead of any competition, even Ron DeSantis, who hasn't even officially announced he's running. So whether you like it or not, Paul, baby, Trump is going to be the nominee. He's got the creds with the base. And that's what you and the elitists like yourself constantly forget. He has the grassroots. I mean, even tomorrow, Trump is basically coming out and coming out strong. He's doing a speech in New Hampshire in the morning. And later on, he's going to South Carolina 
to do a rally. The first rally since he has announced he's running in 2024. And now the only thing I would simply say is, Mr. President, you have my support, sir. But for goodness sake, please don't get Lindsey Graham around you. Henry McMaster, the governor, fine. But Lindsey Graham is a uniparty, warmongering wackadoodle. And he does not need to be around you, uh, Mr. President. He really doesn't. Now, I mean, I can understand, you know, people would say, you know, well, why isn't Lindsey Graham here? I get that. But please, oh, please, oh, please, do not let him open his big honking mouth, especially when it comes to the Ukraine. The man is absolutely begging. And all the other Republican senators, senators the Zelensky fanboys, seem to be hell-bent for leather to have World War III. This is a major league escalation. I mean, yeah, it's bad enough you're giving these Abrams tanks to them. Germany, you know, is doing the same with their tanks uh, for some type of land offensive in the spring. But have we not understood that Trump got, uh, and for those of you with real short memories or Trump derangement syndrome, frankly, I don't care either, but Trump got us out of wars. He got us out of Iraq. He got us out, and he was in the process of getting us out of Afghanistan until uh, Clueless Joe screwed that pooch and 13 great American heroes died with a, gosh, I don't know how many more uh, who received just life-altering injuries. Uh, wounded warriors having lost uh, limbs, arms, legs, what have you. But that's beside the point. Now, to have Trump with Lindsey Graham there in South Carolina, I'm like, ay, 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 ay. But, I mean, I like, I, I have a lot more trust in Trump than I do anybody else in the Republican Party, which does include uh, Kevin McCarthy. But, uh, but I will give credit where credit is due. He, Kevin McCarthy did do quite the number on the snarky reporterette talking about uh, Schiff and Swalwell being kicked out of the Intelligence Committee. Yay happy. But, and and in this story here on Revolver, Ryan apparently says he doesn't believe Trump will get the party nomination. Uh, Yeah, okay. Thank you, Paul. Sit down, shut up, and have a cookie. Because you don't know what you're talking about. And yes, you're sitting on the board of directors of News Corp, uh, Fox News, and uh, Rupert Murdoch's kids, frankly, are a mess. And they are still getting uh, not exactly the world's greatest ratings, for the exception of maybe Tucker Carlson. And that's the only person I seem to really want to watch on Fox, if I ever watch Fox at all. Uh, Except maybe, you know, Greg Gutfeld, because he is definitely funny. 
I've loved him for quite a while, but yep. So McDaniel's in for fourth term. Uh, the Republican losers, the real losers, like Ryan, are out there slithering out onto the stage once again, trying to make themselves relevant. Uh, but they're not, and they're never going to be, at least not anytime uh, soon. But anyway, so yeah, this is going to be interesting enough as it stands. All right, but on some real serious notes, the city of Memphis and the city of Atlanta have had a whole lot of problems. Riots uh, and everything. In Atlanta, Governor Kemp, Brian Kemp, has uh, declared a state of emergency because of the violent protest uh, following uh, the police-involved shooting in Atlanta. And apparently, the mayor of Atlanta, a Democrat, Andre Dickens, uh, apparently seemed to think that some of the protesters, which were uh, Antifa, BLM, and others, and, and even the local media, acting exactly like CNN. Yes, CNN's headquarters is in Atlanta, but holy cow, y'all. Really? Ugh. You know, and here's the, uh, ugh. It, it, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts what's going on in Atlanta. I mean, uh, apparently the local—I believe it was a local uh, Atlanta news station. You know, oh, it's mostly a peaceful protest, but a police car was burning behind the guy. I mean, it was up in flames. It was totally up in flames. Ay yay yay yay. I mean, it's bad enough seeing BLM and Antifa. On the West Coast, but now they've made it all the way to the South. And that's pretty bad. But now the latest mess uh, involving the police happen, is going on in Memphis. Now, today, uh, as a matter of fact, within the next 15 minutes, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Memphis Police Department is going to be releasing the body cam footage of the five black police officers who killed Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old black man. Now, Memphis is preparing for riots, even though Tyree Nichols' mom is begging for peace. Uh, Biden's trying to, uh, you know, he's like, hey, we need calm here. Uh, yeah, sorry. <coughs> I don't think that's going to happen because BLM, as messed up as they are, and frankly, I'd love to see this, how they explain why, if these were five white officers, oh, I assure you, the, the riots would have already started big time. But now, but you're dealing with five black police officers who beat up and eventually killed a black man. BLM's going to have to do some serious, and I mean some serious, contortions and mental gymnastics to try to somehow, oh, well, see, there's these, you know, another black man killed by the police. 
It's like, no, these are five black officers who have all been fired and all of them have been indicted on charges of aggravated assault all the way up to second degree murder. Now, I don't know how, I, I really would hate to see Memphis, the city of Memphis, go into a situation where BLM and Antifa just go hog wild like they did in Atlanta. But, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough for police. It is tough. Uh, last weekend, uh, in when I was in Jacksonville, I met a couple of Jackson City of Jacksonville police officers. Uh, they were at the event uh, I was attending, and uh, <laughs> these these poor guys had nothing to do. They, they had absolutely nothing to do, <laughs> and because it was a Christian event, and they were just back there, you know, just digging it. Uh, people. Uh, including kids came up to to say hello and to bless them to talk to them and there wasn't going to be any craziness going on absolutely not but I met both of the I met both of these officers and, and I these are great guys and I just told them hey thank you for your service I know it's hard for you guys I have many friends who are in law enforcement or who have been in law enforcement and what they do especially now it's rough it's ugly but it's something they chose because they felt like they could make a real positive difference and I respect that I totally respect that but I just feel rather badly for them and I and I and I pray for our uh for local police i do every time i see every time i see one you know i just thank them for their service and and i just tell them please be careful watch yourselves and nobody uh nobody dies nobody goes in to watch and i like that uh and i like to do that but it just bothers me to see the pervasive influence of folk of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa messing around, uh, and 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 I guess in a related story today, the uh, San Francisco police released the body cam footage that happened uh, last October at um, Nancy Pelosi's home in San Francisco, where this David DePap. Now this dude was a is a serious wackadoodle and an illegal immigrant because apparently he's Canadian and the uh, body cam footage of this guy taking the hammer and attacking Paul Pelosi. So yeah, you've got a whole bunch of stuff going on involving law enforcement and body cams and so forth. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm at a loss at times when I see this stuff because I mean the the attack on Paul Pelosi happened in late October, just what a week and a half before the midterms, and all of this you know well no 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 don't 
we can't let it we can't make it public we can't do this we can't do that now that Pelosi's not speaker anymore hmm well apparently all that influence has gone the way of the dinosaur yay happy but yeah I mean but I don't yeah I don't you know, I don't wish any ill against Paul Pelosi. I mean, the man's in his 80s, but I'm just going... So when I see stuff like this going on with our law enforcement and the wokeness and everything else, defund the police, blah, 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 I'm really believing that we are on the fast track to complete and utter anarchy and chaos. And we can't afford that. The streets aren't safe. And the defund the police crowd, mostly white and liberal, don't understand that minorities, black folks, Hispanic folks, other people, they want the police. Okay? They want them. They need them. Because if you don't have a police presence, guess what you're going to get? Violence and more violence, and it's going to be done mostly to minorities because minorities don't live in gated communities like the Pelosi's do up there in Pacific Heights, one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in San in California, if not the whole country. So, yeah, so the ding dongs who keep asking for defund the police and somehow think that. BLM is the greatest thing since sliced bread, are usually either low-information voters, complete doofuses, or they are anarchists, and usually affluent and white. Hmm, that's pretty messed up, but hey, what can you do, folks? So there's a lot going on, and there's still going to be a lot going on, and I'm even considering maybe doing a special uh, broadcast uh, tomorrow or Sunday uh, after President Trump makes his, uh, his does his events in New Hampshire and South Carolina. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm just going to be waiting, uh, getting up and uh, see what he has to say because he's been doing a lot on his Truth Social. He's made a lot of videos and addressed key issues, education, the border, the Ukraine, uh, and, and more will be coming. Uh, I'm sure his speech tomorrow morning in New Hampshire is, uh, from what I understand, is going to be more foreign policy related. And the people like uh, Paul Ryan and the other uniparty losers and goofballs who seem to think that they're all that in a bag of chips and they're not, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. And I say, just keep going, President Trump. Really hit the issues hard. And if somebody, and if you've got people who don't want you to run again, well, that's their problem. Because I'm looking forward to it. That is for certain. And with that, I'm going to call it a week, my friends. Um, as always, you can find uh, our audio podcasts. Uh, on any and all uh, podcasting platforms. Just simply look for In Black and Right or our flaming microphone. 
just simply subscribe and you will be notified every time a new episode goes up. Also, you can check us out on our social media. Uh, we are on Getter. Uh, we are on True Social. We're on Rumble. True Patriot Network, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Parlor. So we've got we're out there. We are definitely out there. So my friends, have yourself a terrific weekend. I hope you uh, have a chance to catch President Trump tomorrow. Or if you're you know just waiting for Sunday and you're waiting for the conference championships, AFC and NFC. Enjoy those. Uh, I'm going to be watching a little bit of football on top of everything else. And hey, let's see what happens. But friends, again, take care of yourselves. God bless you. Have a terrific weekend. I will see you on Monday. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.